So, Jason, any uh, first thoughts for the listeners? Um, I have to make a sincere apology to yourself, your partner, my wife, and the viewers. I'm sorry. Well, it's a pretty good way to start a show. Hello and welcome to The Sweet Connection. I'm your host, Catters. With me today is the man of the hour, the man himself, it's Jason Lewis. Hello. Jason, how are you doing? I'm, I'm all right. I'm, okay. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'll be going to address the elephant in the room. Do we have to talk about last week? I hope not. I think, I think that we have to tell everyone the whole story of last week. <laughs> What happened? What what happened? Right. Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> to be <laughs> honest with you, I can't remember. Okay, so I'll let you tell me. I've got some questions. So, first question is, what do you remember? I remember. remember. Oh, what do I remember? I remember hitting my head on your window. Yep, that happened. Um, then I remember being in Laura's car and hitting my head on both. On um, uh, yeah. Yeah, size of the car. Yeah, well, yeah, because you were uh, you didn't have your seatbelt on at least initially, and every time Laura went round a corner, <laughs> you would swerve and you'd hit your head on both sides of the car window. Um, I had to pretty much carry you to the car, and then I had to get into your flat, which was on like the second or third <laughs> floor. <laughs> um, what was Cassie's reaction? Because she was, she seemed quite jovial when I turned up, and yeah. I and I threw you in your bed. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all um, What's her reaction? I think she found it quite funny, to be honest. Apart from the the naked picture of me on the bathroom floor passing out, wasn't best. Um, she then went to the toilet. Yeah, she said that to me, by the way. And I, oh great, I couldn't <laughs> stop. Holding on to her, thinking she was going to leave. Then I threw up. Then I went to bed. Okay. I'm pretty sure that I also sent that photo to my friend's group chat as well. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were passed out naked on the bathroom floor, and yeah. you, you had nothing to, to, to cover your shame apart from Cassie's bra that was covered over your bra. It was one of the most horrendous pictures. Like... As far as like human history goes, that is going to be up there with some of the most iconic photos. It'll be Still like it. it'll be like landing on the moon, right? Tiananmen Square, and Jason passed out <laughs> on his bath bathroom floor with his girlfriend's bra on over was, his penis. It was a good good picture. I it was thought. a good picture. I'm going to get yeah. it blown up and um, put on my lounge wall. Ah, <laughs> oh, just, just seeing it again. Just like you can see so much flesh. Um, there's water in the bath. Yeah, I didn't quite make it, as you can see. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not going to post that on our uh, Facebook group. I no. think. I think it's. It's a. It's a little bit too saucy for our Facebook group. But also, um, you. I. I also took a video of you. Oh. When you were, you weren't like passed out drunk at this point. We. You were still like mid recording of the show, and I'm. I'm just going to pause it while I show Jason the video. Okay, so now we're back. Um, horrendous. Horrendous. So you were on the phone to someone. I assume it was to Cassie. I hope so. I hope so. That was. Then you laughed down the phone like the Joker. <laughs> it was a pretty weird video, to be honest, Jason. Um, it was... Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. 
I've come to the conclusion that you spiked my drink. I put exactly the same amount of alcohol in both of our sets of our drinks. You put something <laughs> else in my drink, I think. I'd probably rather spike myself so, <laughs> so that I get that drunk. I'm not, I'm not going to waste good shit like that on you, am I? <laughs> so how do you feel in the morning? Um, I was very ill. Um, very ill, okay. I mean, I got up quite early. I feel like I got up about 8 o'clock in the morning. Why? Um, I don't know. Then I fell back asleep. Um, then Cassandra woke up and filled me in a what went wrong. Okay. I felt awful. Your entire life, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then she made one comment to me, which as soon as she said that I had to text you was, did you actually wee on Ben's dog? Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, just was, got I t- honestly, for life of me, didn't know. And I think I texted you saying, oh no, I f- where is it? Oh no, I feel horrendous. You put lol. Um, <laughs> and then I then said, what happened? You said magic happened. <laughs> um, that is pretty funny. And then, and then about half an hour later, I didn't wee on your dog, did I? <laughs> I was I was sort of thrown by that question. I was just thinking, actually, did he wee on my dog? Because <laughs> I cannot remember. But no, you, you did not urinate on my dog. I'm not sure we'd be here doing this podcast if you were urinating on my dog. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what I'd do in that snow. But no, you didn't do it. So what was it like for you listening back to the show? Because um, you presumably couldn't remember shit. No, it was horrendous. Um, and then bits of it came up. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, then I remember bits that I did say that you cut. And I'm really thankful that you'd cut a lot of what I said. Because yeah. it was horrendous. Some of it was was a little bit too hot for TV. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. The C word was used quite a lot. C word was used. Uh, and the uh, P word. Pedophiles was uh, was uh, used quite a lot, so I thought that I'd edit out some uh, some of the people you were accusing of being pedophiles. There was a lot of which, people, which is not a sentence that I thought I'd have to say <laughs> when I started this podcast. But yet here we are. But was it worth it? What were the viewer numbers? Um, yeah, good. Yeah. They were good. Yeah, good. I think people liked it. So uh, we're not doing it again. No way. Surely, like no next year, maybe. <laughs> So it's gone from definitely not to uh, possibly next year. <laughs> yeah, on, you don't have to get that drunk, right? Get more like tipsy. You don't have to get white I girl would, wasted. This time I'm going to be doing my own drinks because you ain't putting no drugs in mine. I didn't put any drugs in yours the first time. If I had access to drugs, I'd be taking them myself. <laughs> but um, very good. Um, so we tried to record a new outro after the show, which did, which did I've we? got. Yeah, we did. Yeah, which you kept on fucking up. <laughs> And I'm not sure what, I think because I, I have saved it. Okay. And I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to post it on the Facebook page, maybe for like her Christmas present okay. page followers. So I'm going to save that because I'm definitely not deleting it. It's definitely worth <laughs> it's keeping it. gold. It is, it's pretty good. Okay. You, you just kept on saying that the, the name of the show wrong. <laughs> and I, and I got increasingly more annoyed. <laughs> and here is a quick clip of it. Well, Ben, we're on Facebook at We Connection Podcast. Well, Ben, we're on Facebook at We Connect. <laughs> what about social media? Well, we are on Facebook at Sweet Connection Podcast, or we also on Twitter um, at We. At- <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> so I'm going to keep that on. Um, so obviously, it's now December. Yes, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. I've got my Christmas decorations up. Good. 
You've had yours up for about six weeks, haven't you? (laughs) So we are starting to see um, some more Christmas lights go on throughout the town. Yes. There's always a few houses that go mental. Yes. Yeah. What's what's the craziest, the silliest, Um, most extravagant lighting setup you've seen in your house? um, There was there's a house in Ipswich that have a ridiculous amount of lights for charity. Um, I always remember seeing that as a kid, and that was a lot. There's actually a house around the corner from here um, that do the same sort of thing. It's it's like a little bungalow, and it is. Falls of Christmas lights on his on his bungalow in the garden, projectors and everywhere. Yeah, it's turned into a massive event, which is really good. I would really hate to live opposite that house because huh. like you could not get to sleep, could you? Mm. Just be like every time you, you like try and get to sleep, you just see the flashing through the window. Ho 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 ho! Oh, oh god. <laughs> Um, yeah, and they also tend to leave them up, like, well into a January, don't they? Yeah. Like, well into January, Good. some of these things. Good. It's just, like, take them down. It. Like, you have obviously spent a lot of money on this, <laughs> but you should always take it down after Christmas ends. You shouldn't be, like, for keeping it up to, like, mid-January, okay? That's your problem that you spent money on this. <laughs> it isn't isn't our problem, right? So These decorations are up for next year. Well, that's, that's the thing. You just, just leave them up, don't you, for next yeah. year? Oh, there we go. Did you go to the town Christmas lights? No, I didn't. Time? Did you? Yeah, of course I did. Okay, what was it like? It was amazing. Was it tragic? Okay, it was, it was good, was magical. It? Yeah. Christmas is here. It was awesome. There were so many people, so many stands of stalls of selling stuff. and Anything good or just mostly crap? Um, there was a deer hot dog stand. Deer hot dogs. Yeah. Why would you want to sell? I don't know. Like some of Santa's helpers. They weren't very busy. <laughs> so a parent would take up their child to this deer sausage stand. Yeah. And be like, "Hey, look, whatever." I'll have two deer dogs. I'll have two that reindeer hot deers. I'll have two Rudolphs, please. Yeah. The Rudolph special. <laughs> the, the Rudolph special. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's like a big bit of like like chili sauce for it. It's just a um. Oh, what do you call the red sausages from the fish and chip shop? What Savaloys? That's the red, that's red. the uh, Rudolph special. I have never I've never seen a red sausage. You've never seen a Savaloy? I don't know what you mean. What would you mean a red Google sausage? It's a type of sausage you get from the fish and chip shop. It's red. How do you spell that? <laughs> um, Sav Savaloy. Oh god! Oh, those. Oh, that. I've yeah. The Rudolph special looks like an uncut penis. Rudolph special. <laughs> the Rudolph special. Um, right, so uh, we've had, we've added an, another country to our Sweet Connection empire. Okay, let me guess. Guess. Albania. No. What letter does it start with? J. No, G. Germany. Germany. There we go. Oh. Why do you think Germany started with a J? That's Jeremy. Well, no, I sort of panicked because it, it sounds like a J. And oh. I was just like, is it a J or is it a G? <laughs> It's a G. Hello, Germany. Hello, Germany. So, uh, yeah, we've uh, had a few listeners of Germany, so let's not insult the uh, German people, as the British are probably tend to do quite a lot. 2-0 to the English, 2-0. No, it's, um, what's the song that we sing? There was ten German bombers in the air. <laughs> Stop hitting, there don't hit that. There were ten German Stop. bombers in the Stop air. Stop hitting the table, because that... That then gets picked up by the mic. Yeah, it gets picked up by the mics. Stop doing that. (laughs) Ten German bombers. I'm very sorry about that, anyone listening from Germany. (laughs) So uh, I saw um, on Facebook... cut that out, to be fair. 
Huh, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> so I saw on Facebook, uh, you and Cassie had a little exchange on Facebook that I took a screenshot of. Did we? Yeah, it was. Uh, I've got a photo of it. Right, so that's what you said. So she sent you a message saying something like, Hi, Jason, I love you. And, oh. and then you put, Hello, dearest Cassandra. Thank you for your latest correspondence. I love you too. Kind regards, Jason Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> The most formal reply. They got like eight likes. I was wow. amazed. The, the dizzying heights of eight likes. Eight likes. <laughs> Almost as many likes as we get on our Facebook page. Well, we are, we're like ten now, are we? Hmm? We're hit double figures, I think, today. Oh. Crazy. Crazy. It's the Germans. <laughs> Nothing can top this high. Apart from last week's show. Except maybe those uh, drugs that I slipped into your uh, drink. I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> so, um... You said to me the other day that you've got a bit of a bee in your bonnet about photographers. <laughs> Would oh, you like to go into uh, um, detail about why you hate photographers so much? Because it's just basically normal people who have got the money to buy fancy equipment. That's all it is. You know, there are more photographers per capital than there are people. <laughs> what the fuck? That is... There are so many reasons why that's wrong. I mean, am I class as a photographer? Because no. I take pictures of houses. No. I use a £4,000 camera. Look at me. Okay, so if you buy a camera that is good enough, who could in theory take a picture that looks as good as like a pro yeah. using a, a less expensive camera? All they do is, is that edit their pictures, which, you know, Windows Movie Maker can... Edit. I'm pretty sure they don't use Windows Movie Maker to edit their photos. It's just, you know, there's a lot of people who are like budding photographers, which is just open brackets, unemployed, close brackets. That's all it is. How was your photographer at your wedding? Oh, um, she's a lovely lady and a very good photographer and <laughs> done a really good job. <laughs> you are back backtracking very fast there. <laughs> I sense a conflict of interest. <laughs> who was it who uh, who did your wedding? Family friend. Family friend. Okay. So basically, all photographers are shit except your family friend, yeah? Unless you're, you know, unless you're a professional photographer who has their own studio and gets a lot of money for it, then fair enough. You've, you know, used your expensive equipment wisely. But if you've just got these people that are like, oh, I'm a photographer because they take pictures of the plants when they go on their walks because they're so lonely, then that doesn't count. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like you hate photographers nearly as much as I hate cyclists. Yeah, nearly. <laughs> nearly. Not I quite, wouldn't though. go past a photographer screaming out my window. <laughs> screaming you're you a did. cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was not one of my uh, finer moments. No. Well, then, I suppose that you, you also had some not-so-fine moments in that day as well, let's be honest. Can't remember. So, can't remember. <laughs> if you can't remember, then it didn't happen. <laughs> Weird. Um, so we've started at work a secret Santa. Okay. Have you done any secret Santas? I've done a secret Santa last year at work. We're not doing it this Is year. Is it true that all secret Santas are really crap and they should never be done? Because most of the time you end up with shit, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, last year we done a ten pounds budget. Limit. I think. Yeah. Just go to B and M and get one of those random gifts. Yeah. I have got someone from my work who, if I had to pick someone who I didn't want to get, I'd have picked him. Was it that man, John? Who the fuck? What? No, it's not that man, John. No, um, and I've got this guy, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to get him. Okay, talk to me about him. 
He likes hat. Okay, first of all, um, what's his age? Well, that that's a very interesting question because he looks about twenty four, uh-huh. but he's actually over forty. Oh wow! People are always really surprised. So anti aging cream is is not an option. Not an option because okay. he he is already sipped from the fountain of youth because okay. he looks really young. Um, he does wear a selection of uh, of of hats. What kind of hats? Like baseball hats. Oh, so I'm sick. thinking of buying him like a Christmas baseball hat. But I'm also aware that that's possibly the lamest sentence that's ever mm. been said. So I, mean, I don't really want to... The first gift idea that I always go to for like Secret Santa or stuff like this um, is sit on the toilet golf. Okay. Could you please explain what the fuck that okay. is? Um, so it's basically, you know, like you get those... Bath mats for the toilets. Oh right, and that's just like one a of golf courses. Um, and you get like a a little golf putter. That's obviously the perfect height when you're okay. sitting on the toilet. So it's like a shrunken down golf putter. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little golf ball and a little sort of cup as a hole. Sit on the toilet, golf. <laughs> that isn't a bad. There's chance. a wide range of sit on the toilet activities as well. Um, and you've got sit on the toilet fishing. Fishing for what? Fish. Where? So it's like, Where, instead of a... What? In the bath? green toilet just a, just mat, a ru- you, yeah. it's a blue toilet mat, and then you've just got, like, fish with magnetic ends. Oh, okay. And, mat, and then you just do sit on the toilet fishing. So sit on the toilet fishing, yeah. sit on the toilet golf, um, they sit on the toilet basketball, I think. There's a wide range. Sit on the toilet just basketball? So it's just like a little hoop that you put yeah, that, far yeah. away. Okay. Do that. Sit on the <laughs> toilet stuff. Um... Okay, maybe. Uh, h- however, um, not last year, but the year before, we did Secret Santa. And uh, I'm going to show you what I got, uh, the person I got. Now, um, I uh, was tasked with buying a present for a bit of a right-wing chap. Okay. Okay. And um, so I thought that I'd get him some gay erotic novels. <laughs> and I want you to read out the descriptions for some of these uh, gay that's, erotic that's novels. That's brilliant, actually. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. So this first book is called Buttergeddon. Okay. <laughs> and I want you just to read I want you to read for the listeners um the uh blurb for Buttergeddon. Okay. Why don't you read the uh, product description? Okay. Nice and clearly <coughs> into the microphones. <coughs> Amazon.co.uk. No, don't read that bit. <laughs> description. Product description. There we go. What would you do if you could never pound another butt? <laughs> How far would you go for Papa? An unassuming nine-to-five office wizard, like your mate, (laughs) from Billings, Montana. The answer is, as far as it takes. When Bapa and a handful of unicorn butt cops (laughs) leave town on an errand for mere fancy, they encounter a demon unlike anything they have ever seen before. The group returns home to find the populace of several major cities across the United States have been systematically kidnapped by the devil men and set out to find the one responsible, Ted Cobbler. He sounds like a prick. <laughs> now, our hero, hero, his unicorn lover and a bad boy dinosaur lover. wizard, <laughs> find themselves on a trek across this apocalyptic America complete with a ravenous mutant asses and flying cocks with scalded <laughs> hot loads. <laughs> oh, it never gets old. Brought to you by the master of sensuality, Chuck Tingle. 
this erotic novel of gay romance and hardcore ass pounding will leave you breathless and begging for more. Uh, there's more. <laughs> oh, there's more. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Once, uh, Death and Taxes. I've got a magazine. second novel after this as well. Oh, so okay. everyone- Death and Taxes magazine raves. Once in a generation, a literary mind can't read who's able to express the zeitgeist of the current age with imitable. Oh man, this is. I shouldn't have gone this far. <laughs> Let's just ignore, okay. let's just cut uh, that end uh, bit. I'll cut the end bit. I'm oh, sorry. No, actually, there isn't more. Okay, I'm leaving Moving it in. On. All right, but I've also I also bought them another book, which is called Buttception. Brilliant, love it. <laughs> and um, it's actually um, a collection of short stories. Oh, so if you want so to it's please about you, no. So if you want to please read uh, the second description for <sighs> these short stories. Oh, it's the same author. It gets really weird as well. It gets super weird towards Ch- the end. Chuck Tingle, a writer who defined a generation of essential brand of homoerotic thriller, is, that is true? back with a free book collection that has been heralded by Death and Taxes magazine as a transhumanist masterpiece. Wow. His main character, Ryan Gooding. <laughs> oh, no. No, let's, let's ignore that bit. Let's ignore that bit, shall we? Yep. What begins as the simple story of a man's true love for a gay unicorn sailor? <laughs> he loves his unicorns. What a he? collection of words. Gay unicorn sailor. Quickly evolves into something else entirely. Each tale pulling farther and farther out. Should it be further? Farther. Okay. Out to reveal a breathtaking glimpse at the greatest author of our time. That is a bold statement. It is a bold statement. Keep going. Like a butt within a butt within a butt. Yes. This trilogy will have your perception of time and space turned completely upside down in total buttception. All right. (laughs) Welcome to the future of literacy. Anally yours. <laughs> That's a great name. The unicorn sailor out for a stroll after breaking up with his girlfriend. <laughs> Tuck plot twist. Never could have imagined that he would meet the love of his life in the form, you've guessed it, of a, of a gay, gay unicorn, unicorn sailor <laughs> named Hunter. But that's exactly what happens. The two share a romantic evening until it's revealed that Hunter is about to embark on a year-long sail around the world. I didn't know unicorns float. (laughs) However, their love remains strong in a series of explicit letters. But Hunter is planning something that will redefine the meaning of love between a man and And a a unicorn. unicorn. (laughs) Soon, Tuck finds himself whisked away to the Bahamas on a private helicopter. I think the rest of this show should... Should just be you reading these out <laughs> for a hardcore anal surprise that will have your jaw on the floor, pounded in the butt by my own butt. <laughs> that's the st- <laughs> that's actually the the name of the book. That's the pounded, name of the pounded in story. the butt by my own butt. Carry Kirk on. is a scientific researcher on the leading edge of cloning technology. But his team have reached a standstill. In an effort to stabilise rapid clone growth, researchers have been taking DNA from various parts of their bodies and com- 
combining it with small amounts of animal DNA. But when the scientists combined samples from Kirk's butt... <laughs> is that is that really an animal, Kirk's brain, butt? Wait, and a hawk. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. Throw in a hawk. The resulting effort is a handsome living ass who immediately sweeps Kirk off his feet over a candlelit dinner for two. How can an ass sweep someone off its feet if it has no hands? <laughs> Does Love the finds, ass have hands? Love finds a way. Love finds a way. Yeah. Um, Kirk has finally found a lover that truly understands him at his very core. His own gay ass. <laughs> it gets weirder than that, all right? <laughs> Read oh, the next synopsis okay. of the next book. Pounded in the butt. By my book, powdered in the butt by my own butt. <laughs> Buck Trungle is a world-famous writer who is sick and tired of living in the shadow of his own books. Okay. But when his most recent novel, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt, contacts him out of the blue and threatens a lawsuit, it's a fear that Buck must now face head-on. Buck's novel is looking to collect royalties on sales of himself. And Buck's lawyer is urging the writer to settle out of court. But when author and book finally meet face to face, things soon take a turn for the erotic. (laughs) Soon enough, Buck is selling himself to seal the deal with his sentiment novel. But can he sentient novel? Sentient novel. I can't read. But can he give his ass away without giving a piece of his heart as well? Can leave it that there. is just he loves sex with inanimate objects and uh, gay unicorn sailors and hawks and his own ass yeah. and his own fictional book within the so yeah so I gave that to uh, someone at work who was quite right wing he wasn't impressed but fortunately it's Secret Santa so he never knew he it was me knew. apart from if he listens to the show would you definitely and if Richard if you listen it's not to Richard. the show <laughs> he no longer works for our work so that's fine oh, okay that's fine that's good. So, um, good. Yeah. Unless I just buy those two books again to use for this year's Secret <laughs> Santa and then give it to. You'll go back to the same bookshop and they're like, ah, oh, it's you again, Mr. Catamon. <laughs> I didn't go into a bookshop. <laughs> what respected bookshop? Do I just walk into a bookshop and say, excuse me, have you got the, uh, the novel Pounded in the Butt by my own book, Pounded in the Butt? They go, they go over oh, yeah it's in the the chuck tingle section over there <laughs> well, we've got he a whole... is the most awesome author of our generation some would say not me but actually also i think that the person who i uh am getting a secret center for this year is actually gay so oh, perfect is it perfect though yeah, of is, it is it offensive if i buy a gay man we'll get him a nuts magazine how will that help? Well, if it's offensive, then don't get him the book. I won't get him the book. I'll get him a hat, which has got a gay unicorn sailor on there, <laughs> right? So we can link back to the books. <laughs> I don't think they actually sell hats which have got gay unicorns on them, but... Hold on. Oh, yeah. Should we, should we, have, should we have a look on Let's Amazon? Gay? It's a very uh, gay-heavy episode. I should taken... So I just put gay uni, and the first one that comes up is, funny enough... By Chuck Tingle. Okay. Taken by the gay unicorn biker. (laughs) Gay unicorn sailor hat. Oh my god, I love hearing about these books. I'd I'd rather get Chuck Tingle on the show than uh, Ryan Gooding. (laughs) Oh. 
Um, is it time that we moved on, or are we uh, spending yeah, there's too? No, there's no hat. Are we spending too much time on the uh, on the novels written by Chuck Tingle, <laughs> or are we spending not enough? Email in the sweet connection at outlook.com. Would you like to hear Jason read more descriptions of Chuck Tingle's work? Now, at the minute, obviously, this show has grown quite a lot thanks to social media, but we know Wouldn't we'll go that make far, it yeah. as soon as we get an email. No, we um, have had emails in the past. Have we? Yeah, we've had like three or four emails. Oh. Well, I haven't had that, do you? <laughs> it's only since you've been on, Jason, that everyone stopped emailing in. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there was... <laughs> that section of the show went better than I possibly could have imagined. Um, there was on the news the other week, um, news that um, a minister went to an uncontacted tribe in India... Okay. On an island in the middle of fucking nowhere, uncontacted, yeah. and tried to spread the word of Jesus. Oh, good. And he got shot full of arrows and, and Even was killed. Better. And was killed. Oh, I read about this. Yeah? Yeah. Was that a bit of a silly idea? Yes. To go to an uncontacted tribe? Yes. And try and convert them to Christianity? Yes. Obviously, they didn't really have the time for that. If uh, I receive um, a knock on the door and it's a Jehovah's Witness... I too also would like to shoot them full of arrows. I have a funny story to tell you about Jehovah's Witness before I'll, we forget. I'll be the judge of that. Go on. Okay. Go on. Um, so I was in my office the other day, bloody bloody blah, working away. Um, <laughs> that has never happened. A gentleman comes in. <laughs> Smoking um, a fat doobie. Who's, no, who's... Um, <laughs> Doing a fat line. Who does a bit of work for us. Um, yeah. And he was chatting away, chatting away. Um, and then the topic came up to Christmas. Um, and I was like, oh, it's great, isn't it? Getting in the Christmas spirit. Um, we've even got our decorations up and all this lot. And the guy was like, nah, you know, I'll take it or leave it. And I sort of know of him, but I don't know him properly. Um, and he was like, nah, Christmas isn't for me. Now nah, I agree with your mate over there that, you know, decorations shouldn't be up until, you know, a week before Christmas and all this lot. And, and they shouldn't down. be. Yeah. Um, and then I started singing, um, is the season to be jolly? Fa-la-la-la-la. You started singing Fa-la-la-la-la. when a customer was in the. Well, he's not a customer. He, oh, okay. He's uh, like one of our contractors. Okay. Um, and then he done his bit with my boss and then left. Um, and then my boss goes to me. Um, you do know he's a Jehovah's Witness, don't you? So he doesn't celebrate Christmas. Why do they not celebrate Christmas? Because you know they're too busy um, trying to <laughs> knocking get, on doors, you know, having affairs in the pub like that woman who I text. Do you remember her? Having a fist in the pub. But I really offended a Jehovah's Witness in my office. Oh. That was the fun story. <laughs> Wasn't that fun, was it? Fuck you. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah, so um, it's probably best to leave uncontacted tribes alone. Yeah, definitely. Is that what we're concluding here? Yeah. Okay. Um, if you, okay, if you were shipwrecked, right, and you, yeah. and you swam ashore, yes, I know that's very unlikely you swimming ashore and surviving, but let's say you did, and you crawl on the beach... And you look up and you see like 30 tribes people, right? Naked, covered in like animals, blood and stuff. Both mouths pointing at you. What do you do? You're the first white man they've ever seen. What do you do? I'm very stressed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, what would I do? I would try and be one of them. So try I would be get one. naked. Okay. Um, <laughs> and run towards them. <laughs> and run towards them and hope that they let me in. Okay. You would definitely get shot full of arrows. It's a, it's you know, it's a lose lose situation really because they're not going to help me, and I can either go down dignified, or go down fighting. So I don't think you've you've ever 
had any dignity whatsoever, Jason. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Last week's proof of that. Yeah. That photo you were just describing to everyone is proof that you you have no dignity. Um, so I would strip naked and try and be a part of the tribe. Right, okay. That's fair. Hopefully they let me in. I don't think they let you in, Jason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Um, what do you know about the world of adult babies? None. No. <laughs> The look you just gave me. Adult babies. Adult babies. I'm about to show you some pictures oh, of quote-unquote adult babies. Just have a little flick through some of the photos on, on the internet there. Of adult babies. It's um, Was it's, there someone being sick? It's fully grown people um, who, in their downtime, they like to dress up as babies. Don't like it. And have people look after them. Don't like it. Turn it off. So you'll see, like, a 17-stone obese man in a giant nappy with a dummy sitting in an enormous crib being rocked by an old woman. Don't like it. Don't like it. No. Okay, so... What's wrong with these people? So it's not something you'd ever consider no. doing? No. What tab do, do they wear nappies? Uh, they wear nappies. Now, I don't know whether they actually go the go the whole hog and actually crap and pee themselves. I don't I know really if that happens. Not. But also, there are clubs where people can meet up and talk about this and do this do they do, Why? Why do they do it? Out of fun. I think they do it because obviously it's quite stressful being an adult. Whereas yes. being a baby, you can just turn off. You don't have to do anything. All you do is just lie about and suck on a dummy. So I think they do it to escape the uh, the, the, the stress of their lives. No, so now, it's not now, now, seeing as you're quite a stressed out person, do you think <laughs> that this could help you? Ooh. Mm, maybe Ooh. this is the secret to... I uh, have a crib. Do you have a crib? <laughs> Would you fit in it? No. Okay. So you need to ex- extend it, put an extension on the crib, Ooh. and then suddenly... I've got plenty of dummies. Suddenly Cassie will just, you know, she'll just like walk home and... Uh, Interesting. You'll just be naked. Well, that's my homework for the week. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll let you know how stress-free I am next week. It's only fair, all right? Yeah. We can set the other person challenges to do for the week. I sat down on the toilet for a week, yeah. right, having a pee. You have to be an adult baby for, for okay. the entire... I'll let you know. Let me know how, how that goes. Um, <laughs> please stop doing that. Please stop doing that. I also saw on the news... Um, and you watch a lot of the news. I only... Well, not really. But um, I saw on the news, it was um, a 21-year-old girl who makes 60 grand a year by making videos of, of, of her whispering. Whispering. Please, that's really creepy. So she basically makes videos like that, where she's whispering. Stop, please stop that. <laughs> You're really putting me off. <laughs> where she, she, she makes videos of her whispering random phrases and stuff. Mm. And millions of people watch this. What, and sexual she, videos? Or- I don't know if it's... I, I don't think they're inherently sexual. I think... Some people who view them do get a sexual thing out of that. Uh-huh. But I don't think she's doing it intentionally. I mean, like, she must kind of know. Shh, your wife's home. <laughs> that is the fucking creepiest thing you could have ever <laughs> You're just a creepy man, aren't you? I don't think you should be having kids, Jason. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> I really hope that the microphones didn't, didn't, aren't picking up any of this, because oh, fuck me, this is... Oh, great, okay. I'm going to edit these bits out. <laughs> That's weird. So yeah, she makes she makes 60 grand a year. That's right. Let's That's stop disgusting. recorded and let's sell some of these because 
<laughs> That's where the money is. That's where the money's in is whispering into a microphone. Hello. Fucking hell I'm wearing a giant nappy And I'm sitting in a crib (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we we combine the two So you're going to be an uh, adult baby Whispering into a microphone (laughs) This is a weird episode (laughs) What else have I got Please, Baby. now we stop. Now we stop. I've, I've got it. Baby wants boob. Well, that is just every time I think that you can't whisper something more creepy, you just up your game. <laughs> Let's stop that now. I'm here all week. I've, I, oh, fucking hell! All right. I also saw an article on the news. Fucking hell! <laughs> Do you watch anything else? No. Put the TV on an hour before. Watch the chase. I love the chase. Oh yeah. Um, right. Let me just find this, uh, this article. It was um, right. Why don't you read out this article? So it's, yeah, just um, swipe to the left. I do have a great reader voice. You do. So what's the headline? What's the headline? Man, 69, who identifies as 20 years younger, begins legal battle to change age. (laughs) Read the 0731, Thursday. You don't have to read read everything that's on there. Just get to the nitty gritty, get to the article. Oh, this is going to make me angry. A sixty-nine-year-old oh, pensioner who says he has the body of a forty-five-year-old is taking action to legally change his age to improve his job prospects and luck with women on Tinder. <laughs> Other dating apps are available. <laughs> Dutch entrepreneur Emil Rattleband is hoping he will be able to change his date of birth from the eleventh of March, nineteen forty-nine. To the 11th of March, 1969. 69. After his doctor said he had the body of someone more than 20 years younger than himself. Did he though? He argues if transgender people are legally allowed to change their sex, then someone should be allowed to change his age. (laughs) No, that is not a thing. The self-help guru who described himself... (laughs) Sorry, I forgot that to swipe. As... A young god. That's how I that's how I describe myself as well, actually. I've got that on a t-shirt. He's taking action against his local authority after it refused to change his age on official documents. Mr. Rattleband told the Telegraph, spelled T-E-L-E-G-R-A-A-F. <laughs> okay. You can change your name. You can change your gender. Why not your age? Because you can't change your age. Because that's a fact. It's a fact. Nowhere are you so discriminated against as with your age. Read more. Javid. <laughs> Concern over knife crime justified. <laughs> Five things learned from US midterms. Can you please just read the article? The entrepreneur said his legal age affected his employment opportunities as well as his love life. Or maybe he weren't such a fucktard, he'd have better luck in both. <laughs> he said, when I'm 69, Hello. 69, I am limited. If I'm 49, then I can buy a new house, drive a different car. You I can, can drive a car at 69? <laughs> Sorry, that thing about cars is bullshit. When I'm on <clears> Tinder <throat> and it says I'm 69, 
I don't get an answer. When I'm 49, with the face I have, I will be in a luxurious position. Mr. Rattleband, maybe a, a 69 personality position. in his home country, oh dear, said that he would give up his pension if the courts ruled in his favour. Because how long is this story? <laughs> the case has gone to a court in Arnhem, Gelderland. And I know where we're going on holiday. <laughs> we're going to change our ages. I want, to be, I want is, to be 57. <laughs> you could be two. I'm going to be 22. The case has <laughs> you, gone you to You only change court, it back one year. <laughs> where it's expected to give a ruling within four weeks. Oh, Christ. However, the Anglemean Dagblad newspaper reported that the court was sceptical of the lawsuit. Well, you don't fucking say. <laughs> no shit. Saying there was no legal way to allow someone to change their date of birth. More from Sky News website or the mobile. <laughs> we can start now. <laughs> That's a nice picture of the dog. He's a nice picture of the dog. He wants to change so he wants to change his age so he gets better luck on Tinder. Why doesn't he just lie yeah. on Tinder? Because he says that he claims to have the uh, body of a man twenty years younger. Yeah. So why don't you put that to the test by saying you're actually twenty years younger on Tinder and, and then they hopefully won't figure it out because you look so young anyway. Yeah. And then, is well, that not easier? Like, is he, is he just doing this for attention? Well, he calls the answer himself is yes, God, of course he is. So, you know... He's, a, he's, no, no, no. A young God. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> He's a humble man. You know, and I mean, when you're at the age of... You know, there's other... Year-olds that are quite, like, frilly. And when you get to that age, it's, they're quite rowdy, aren't they? So, why does he not just get a bingo and find someone from yeah. there? Why try and get the 20-odd-year-olds that are on Tinder? They would wear him out. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just go for someone his own age who is looking for companionship and a good scene to at bingo? <laughs> just get off Tinder. And, and join a bingo club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the Netherlands. There's no one attractive in the Netherlands. Oh, Jason, what are you saying? We've got listeners in, in the Netherlands. Oh. Emailing, guys. I take that back. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't have anyone. Have you been to Amsterdam? They're all gorgeous. Me neither, but I hear that they're all gorgeous. (laughs) Uh, Show do, would you rather? Yes. Okay. Stop hitting the fucking Um, table. Sorry, that was the table. Yeah, I know, because you hit it. We're going to pause. A year with no ears, a laugh with no spleen. There's no option in between. Binary choice is what we're after. This part is called Would You Rather. Okay, good. So, Jason, would you rather get as drunk as you got last week, every week, or never drink alcohol never again? Never drink alcohol again. Easy? Next question. <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah. I was very ill. For Is a that the drunkest of, you've ever been? I, was it? Well, How can you sh- possibly be more drunk than that? You were naked. You, you you fell down my stairs. You did fall down my stairs. You nearly stepped on my dog. No, you didn't really. Um, you pissed on my dog. I had to carry you into the car up the stairs. Then you were naked. Then you were sick. How can you? How can anyone be more well, drunk than that? Last week on the show, I talked about when I broke my foot. Yeah. Um, and I was definitely more drunk than I was then. How is that physically possible? No, I, 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 I don't think I'm going to drink again for the rest of the year, to be honest. So it's Christmas. Never though. drink alcohol again. Yeah, but it's Christmas. Yeah. Tis the season to be wasted. La 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 la. 
I really hope that these microphones aren't picking that up. They are. But I bet they work. I can hear it. I bet they are because they're good microphones. Fuck. Okay, next one. <laughs> Would you rather her be permanently hung over forever or have Ebola for one month? Well, Ebola's out of fashion now, isn't it? <laughs> That's a great sentence. Uh, Ebola um, was like three years ago. Probably four more. years ago. Yeah, four years ago, I think. The and then Ebola what we had break. since then. That was the last big... We had like bird flu, swine flu, Ebola. Ebola. What's next? Hangovers. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when you have Ebola, uh, you tend to bleed from every orifice. So, would you want to do that for a month? <laughs> and then after that, you'd be fine. Or be permanently as hungover as you were last week... For the rest of your life, what are you doing? Am I surviving Ebola? Well, uh, let's let's say that you would survive, but you'd uh-huh. be in incredible pain. Um, this is really tough. Yeah, but also, if you have a hangover, then you you can fight through hangovers and you can still do stuff. Yeah. So, but for the rest of my life, that's the thing. Though. I've I mean, got like, a good at least five years left. <laughs> <laughs> at this rate. Not even that, maybe. But uh, what but, are you saying? Oh, um, uh, let's go hangover. You're going to be hungover for the rest yeah. of your life. Just drink a load of Lucas Aids and I should be fine <laughs> in the evenings. Then wake up and start all over again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is a bit of... <laughs> I'm not quite sure what I think when I wrote this one. But just hear me out. Would you rather butt chug a bottle of Southern Comfort... Or drink a glass of arse sweat. What's butt chug? You know, when you... um, There's a thing that you can do where you get, like, a funnel and some hose. And you shove it up your bum. And you can pour alcohol in it and it gets into your bum. And that gets you drunk. You don't have to go through the mouth. You can also go up the bum. So you basically shove a hose up your ass. Um, then you pour an entire bottle of Southern Comfort into the funnel. It will go down, get up your ass, get you drunk. Would you rather do that? Or drink a glass of arse sweat. Okay, for starters, it's glass, not glass. That's a we're glass, not from north. We're That's a, I said glass, didn't I? We're proper from, you know, east of England. Okay. A glass a glass of arse sweat. A glass of arse sweat. A glass of arse sweat. Um, who's arse sweat? Let's say it's Anne Hegarty's arse sweat. And I bet she has a sweaty arse. But I really like Anne. You do, but... <laughs> okay, but do you like her enough to drink... A pint of her ass sweat. Well, if you think about it. I'm not sure there's anyone who I like enough that I'd vi- willingly drink a pint of their ass Obviously, sweat. Obviously, you'd have to have like one of those window scrapers to get it off. <laughs> and um, that's going to be a personally, long time to fill up a pint glass. Personally, I would just use a sponge and then I'd wring the sponge out over the glass. Oh, that'll take a long time so it'll be stale ass sweat. Is that better than fresh ass sweat though? <laughs> but I don't like things touching my bum. It's not... T- oh, okay. The butt chug. The butt chug, okay. Um, <laughs> and I'll be doing some proper wet farts afterwards, won't I? Yeah, you'd do some, some, some real Southern Company type yeah, farts. It'd be stuff. better to film the butt chugging, I think. <laughs> Who says we're filming any of this? Why do you assume we're filming it? Well, you know, <laughs> Should we do it on the show? <laughs> let's, do for the, let's do the butt chug. Sorry, Anne. You go, I love you. But... So, somehow I think Anne's okay with this. Okay. <laughs> it's another weird one. Would you rather trap your scrotum in a DVD case or receive one full power punch to the stomach? Who's punching me? Let's say I'm punching you. 
It'll so, be all worse. All worse. Fuck you. I will flip this table right now. <laughs> so um, one full... I, I get one full punch to your midsection. Uh-huh. Let's say, you know, I'd, I'd probably aim for your liver, to be honest, because that'll that hurt the most. Yeah. And that might kill you as well. So do you want to risk that? would trap your scrotum in a DVD case. That's just like a nip, isn't it? And we've all had that when we've accidentally caught in our... <laughs> in our flies. Yeah, and it's really painful. But also, I'm going to say that you have to leave your scrotum in the DVD case for a full 30 minutes. Um, I'm going for scrotum in the DVD You go for scrotum in the DVD case. Yeah. So you don't fancy me Strange punching enough. you in the stomach or the, or the liver. <laughs> Actually, I love putting my scrotum in DVD. I wonder how much money I've earned from all this whispering on the show. No, literally nothing. Nah, scrotum in the DVD player. What yeah. DVD are we trying to watch? <laughs> you always come up with the most irrelevant questions. <laughs> Who cares what the DVD is? <laughs> Elf. The DVD, yeah. <laughs> Elf. That it's worth in the, my scrotum. In the stuff. Christmas spirit. Yeah. You can read the back of the DVD case while you're flailing around with the scrotum, with the DVD case on oh. your scrotum. Well, there we go. Interesting. <laughs> Shall we leave it there? I don't know. Do you want? <laughs> I think we're going to leave it there. So uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for listening, guys. Thank and you. Until next time. Goodbye. If you want more Sweet Connection in your life, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube and Podbean. And if you want to support the show, you can give us a five-star rating or a thumbs up or you can recommend to a friend. You can find us on Facebook at Sweet Connection Podcast and on Twitter, we're at Sweet Sea Podcast. If you wanted to email in a question or a topic or just say hi, it's thesweetconnection@outlook.com. Massive thank you to Kip for all our various jingles. Thank you for listening and until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs>